Welcome to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast with your host, Alicia McCormack. Alicia's a comedian, wife, author of Smart Wedding, who once did the single ladies dance in gold hot pants with a cast of glee on national television. Yes, I did. They were gold, Kylie Minogue spinning around hot pants. I don't know if you can envisage that. But if you could, while you are thinking about it, just pretend that my ass does look as good as Kylie's. Probably still. That would be great. I'd really appreciate it. The cast of Glee, might I add, were unaware that we would be dancing together because I sprung it on them. I wore the gold hot pants under a skirt. I did the interview. There were nine of them. It was it was difficult. It was at a press junket. And I'd heard, uh, this was really in the early days of the show, that they were going to do an episode where they did the single ladies dance, the Beyonce dance. And I thought, well, look, what better way to end the interview than for all of us to get up and for me to give it a red hot go? And the looks on their faces when I, well, obviously took my skirt off. That sounds rude. It wasn't. I had the gold hot pants on. They were really good sports. We all got up and did it. It's still on YouTube today, much to my, I don't know, delight? Probably not. But I'm a great believer if you get a chance to dance, you dance. You do it. On today's show, I will be delving into the world of Pinterest. Are you a pinner? Do you pin? Are you planning your wedding on Pinterest? Do you spend too much time on it? Do you need a Pintervention? If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's fine. I'll teach you. Just promise me you will go outside sometime on the weekend. If you get into this and you become hooked, it's not my fault. Promise? Promise. Save the date, save money, and save your sanity with the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. Pinterest is like my saving grace. It's my addiction. It's all about getting inspiration, isn't it? So you can't really buy everything from known places. So you get the inspiration and try and source it through other fields to see if you can, you know, find something that fits in the budget. I am obsessed with Pinterest. I've got probably about 600 pins on my board just from just for the wedding. It's a bit samey samey I think a lot of it we've been to too many weddings where it's all hessian and bunting and they're nice but we don't want to be the same as absolutely everybody else so you gotta stay away from Pinterest if you don't want the same wedding as every every other person I think Thank you to the very honest brides and grooms who I spoke to at the National Wedding Show in London recently you never know which country and where I will pop up with my microphone so beware Beware of the brunette with her microphone asking wedding questions. One of my favourite games to play is called Explaining the Internet and Technology to My Father. It's a pretty fun game for about three minutes until you realise he asks but doesn't really care and will never really want to learn. My dad Dave is part of a generation, probably the last generation actually, that can deny technology, who can just say, no, we choose not to participate in this computer world. And who can legitimately talk back to the self-service computer at the supermarket. Don't you take that tone with me. I did not remove that from the scales. Always a pleasure. With my dad, I have been trying to educate him a little bit about what I do with my life because I spend a majority of my life online. And the other day we started to talk about Pinterest and explaining Pinterest actually turned out to be a lot harder than I initially thought. It took me back to the time I tried to explain to Dave how to use predictive text on his mobile phone. There's a 
couple of days I'd like to get back. He would always say, I still don't understand why it, how it knows the word that I want. It's like it's reading my mind. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. If in doubt, I love that generation. If in doubt, if you don't understand how it works, do not trust it. So I say, Dad, Pinterest is a virtual pin board where you pin photos and, and images and videos of things that you like. And then other people repin the images because they like them too. To which Dad replied, why? Well, it's a good way to keep track of the things you like in case you forget. And after a moment of thought, he said, that sounds stupid. You're wasting your life. <laughs> And perhaps he's right. Perhaps we're all wasting our lives and one day the power will be shut off and we'll be damned. But that day isn't today. Unless the apocalypse has occurred after I have recorded this podcast. If so, and you're still listening to this, can I suggest you focus on food and water? And then maybe think about planning your wedding after society has rebuilt. But... He's hoping, fingers crossed, that hasn't that hasn't happened or we're in big trouble. Pinterest is an excellent wedding planning resource that I have great love and a little hesitation about. With over 90 million users and 80% of those users are chicks, it's really female-centric. Pinterest is one of the fastest-moving social networks out there. It's aspirational. People look at Pinterest and think, I want to own that product. I want to have this gorgeous little balcony garden, even though I hate gardening. And who am I kidding? I'll never actually make the garden. But if I pin the picture that I say to society, yeah, I'd love a balcony garden, but I can't be asked getting up on the weekend to go all the way to the hardware shop, buying all the stuff, coming home, putting it together, only to forget to water it and then move on to my new Pinterest obsession, sourdough bread making. Ooh, she whiz. If used correctly, and by correctly I mean not sitting on Pinterest 22 hours a day and having to have your friends and family do a Pintervention where they come to you and say, Hey, Lucy, we love you, but we know that you've pinned over 25 different versions of the same paper mache balloon centerpiece super hipster indie bohemian DIY craft project. It's time to see the daylight and your fiancé. But hopefully you aren't Lucy, and if you are, well, take care. One of the takeaways from today's show is how to use Pinterest to organize your wedding without wasting time like Lucy and get as much as you can out of this free resource, but also how to not become a victim of what I have labeled Pinterest Wedding Groundhog's Day. What is this Pinterest Wedding Groundhog's Day you talk of, Alicia? Well, it's how weddings on Pinterest start to look sort of same-samey. People start to pin the same photographs of the same weddings with the same looking designs and it becomes clone land, wedding clone land. We are seeing things that were once kitsch and rustic. People using hessian or burlap as it's sometimes called as table runners, polaroids and typewriters, pinwheels and chalkboards. It's it's unique but it's not because it's all the same. I think Pinterest creates a lot of anxiety for people who don't have a big budget who aren't super skilled in the area of craft or DIY or who are short on time, which is, I would say, 90% of my listeners, who <laughs> whose hair won't, won't hold a rustic, a rustic sort of braid or loose curls. I have the finest hair, honestly. You gotta back comb the hell out of it to get it to hold anything. And hairspray. 
That's all you can do. And there's no way in hell my my hair would hold that sort of gypsy braid look as much as I'd love it to. Forget it. Pinterest for me is a little like Facebook. It can be a really nice place to spend some time, but it can also make you feel a little bad inside, deep down. You can get a bit caught up in the reality factor of what these things are. For example, on Facebook, I've got quite a few friends that only come on Facebook and report about the wonderful things that are happening in their life. So if you went through their newsfeed, all you would see are amazing dinners, job promotions, and luxury holidays. Now, if a stranger saw these pages, they'd be going, these people live the most amazing lives. It's not true. It's not true. And I think sometimes as a user, you can get a bit lost in that social media world and feel bad about yourself because you're not going on luxury holidays, haven't been promoted four times in the past week and eaten at five Michelin star restaurants. And just quietly, if you do have people like that, that are, dare I say, shitting you a little bit on Facebook, hide them or do a bit of friendscaping. Just get rid of them. They're not even going to notice because they're too busy talking about themselves. Part of the fun of hosting your very own podcast is that you get to pick who's going to be on the show. And so far, I have been delighted with all the people that have said yes. Guests that are coming up, I think you're really going to enjoy. And today I thought I'd bring you a little snippet of two of the guests that are going to be on the Save the Date Wedding podcast in the next couple of weeks. One is Bruce Russell, and he's the wedding planner at the Savoy Hotel in London. It's a very fancy pants. And the other is uh, Charlie Beard. A lot of you probably would know her as London Bride. London Bride is one of the most popular UK wedding blogs around. And internationally, she gets a lot of hits from all over the world. And I asked both Bruce and Charlie their opinions on Pinterest. And I think you'll find quite different answers. Check it out. What do you think about Pinterest? Love it. I think it's a great way for brides, grooms, anyone to just filter their ideas. Uh, Because you may not notice as you're, you're doing things or as you're pinning each individual photo, uh, that there might be a link or a trend within the elements that you're pinning, whether it becomes a color or it becomes a specific look or a specific flower or a specific type of venue or style. But first, if you then stand back from that or send it to a florist or a cake maker or a planner, they should be able to pick up the different elements that, that are um, present in each of those images and come up with a style that, that works for you. It's an it's a negative side of 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 all these useful tools that are useful but have taken things to a, a kind of different place now. Things like Pinterest, Instagram, you, you know, what you've got to remember is is you're you're just purely seeing an image. Um, you're not you're taking things at face value. So you're seeing a picture, but you're not seeing anything behind that picture. So you know that beautiful table, for example, that you you pinned on Pinterest and you take to all your suppliers and be like, this is what I want. Um, you know that that was a probably in you know the states set outside in a lovely sunny you know kind of outdoor you know venue uh which would never happen here it's also you never seen the kind of the team behind it and and actually the budget behind it and the fact that maybe the stylist has spent four hours working on just those six play settings um and probably at you know 500 pounds you know per table of six so when someone then tries to you know think that they can have that for their wedding you know it's great as inspiration but it's it's not realistic it's not it's not fully achievable um well 
having said that of course everything is achievable if you have the budget sure. and and uh, uh, you know m- most things can be possible um but you know a lot of people don't and i think that is the problem it's what you're seeing is very high levels of of beautiful uh you know inspiration and actually what people have in terms of time money and 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 even suppliers you know it's not they're not matching up um so i think a lot of the problem is 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 that kind of mismatch of expectations horses for courses when it comes to pinterest opinions from wedding planners and i love the two different sort of viewpoints there that both charlie and bruce brought to the table that's a beautiful thing about opinions we've all got them haven't we so to get the best that you can out of pinterest You need to remember a couple of things. A lot of the pins that you see that are from professional organizations, wedding magazines and blogs are curated images, meaning that they come from photo shoots. They're editorial images, so they're not real weddings, even though often the images do look real. It's a very clever trick. They they take a candid photograph. But what we must remember with photo shoots for magazines is that they have a lot of money, a lot of time, and they use professional models. They don't use real people. I mean, models are real people. I don't want you to get the wrong impression. Models, you're gorgeous. You just don't necessarily look like all of us. Hey, we're real people too, you know. Models are people too, all right? We get married. We're just gorgeous. And we don't all speak like this. Hmm. I think perhaps you do. So Pinterest was created originally as a social network. And the whole point of it is for users to follow each other and see each other's pins share the pins and uh, share the love, basically. But one of the techniques that I found really valuable when planning our wedding was using secret boards. Now, if you haven't used this before, it's very simple. You scroll down to the bottom of your boards and you'll see the box that says create secret board. It's pretty nifty because you can share this board with perhaps a vendor or a bridesmaid or your groom or your bride. And no one else is seeing it. So if you want to keep something a bit of a secret for the day, you can pop it all in your secret board and just share it with the people that you want to let in on your secret. I want to know the secret. What's the secret? Tell me the secret. No, you can't. You're not sharing the Pinterest board. Back off. If you aren't into creating a wedding website, which is actually really easy, and there will be an upcoming episode of the Save the Date Wedding Podcast that is specifically about that. It's so easy. My dad could do it. I kid you not. But if you aren't into doing that, you can also create a Pinterest wedding hub page where you can share your information about the wedding, such as maps. You can pin hotel information if you are doing a destination wedding or you have out-of-town guests coming along. Add activities if people are coming to your local area and they haven't been here before. Cafes, restaurants. It is a virtual smorgasbord, as they say, of opportunities to move all of that information that you would have once put on a bit of paper, perhaps, or let your guests find themselves, and pin it in one place. Although a lot of Pinterest users just stay within the world of Pinterest, I think the most valuable tool you can use uh, when using Pinterest is the Pin It button, which is a Pinterest add-on that you can download directly from the Pinterest website. I will put it in my show notes so you can find it in just a second. 
The pin it button allows you to be on another website and if you find a photograph or an article that you really like, you simply install the pin it button in your browser. So if you're using Chrome or Safari, Firefox, you can do it with any one of those browsers. And you'll see a little P, a little Pinterest logo that will pop up in your browser. You click the P and then it will have a pop-up that will say, do you wish to pin this photograph or item to your Pinterest board? And you say, yes, thank you, Mr. Pop-up. Pinterest browser, that's very helpful. I would like to do that. It will often give you an option as to which image you'd like to pin. If you're on a web page that has 20 images, you can choose which one you'd like. And like all good pins, it remembers the website that you are from. So later on, you can go back to that pin board and click on the image and it will take you back to that website. So instead of adding links to your bookmarks bar, I don't know if you're like me, but I constantly add things to my bookmarks bar in my Google Chrome and I can never find the thing especially recipes. I look at things on the web and I think, oh yeah, I really like to make that recipe. I add it to my bookmark and I can never find the thing again. It is gone. It's in the somewhere sucked into my computer somewhere. So if you're using Pinterest to keep track of websites, you've got a visual aid to help you go back to where you were and what you're looking for. And if you're like me and you very much visual, I'm a visual organizer. I, when I write, I like to print things out and cut them out and put them on the floor and then move things around. It's just the way I am. It's the way my brain works. So Pinterest for me was a really good way to look at something, envisage it for Rich to also look at it and go, yeah, okay, this could be a good thing. Move this around, get that in a different color, book that, make that happen. Oh yes, do please visit. I would love to hear from you. Questions, comments, feedback. I would love your ideas about future themes. If there is anything that is stumping you with your wedding planning, if you have advice you'd like to give, I would love to share it with the other Save the Date wedding podcast listeners out there. Tell me where you listen to the podcast. Are you on a train, on a boat, on a plane? Maybe you're walking. I love listening to podcasts when I run. It's like exercise and learning all at once. Gosh, you get home and you feel really good about yourself. Really good. We've talked a little bit about Pinterest being same-samey, but the beauty of Pinterest is that deep under the burlap and under the bunting and under all the same-samey things is a wealth of information about really obscure stuff. So, for example, color palettes. If you want to look at things and get an idea, if you have a grey and blue wedding, I don't know why I picked that, sounds a little morbid, I reckon it's fresh, it's different, okay, it's modern, don't question me. So you type grey-blue wedding themes or grey-blue colour palette, don't even attach the word wedding to it, this is where it gets exciting. Leave the word wedding out and a world of options suddenly appear in Pinterest. If you type it into the Pinterest search bar, the algorithms that Pinterest use are really interesting because you can combine quite a few different words and you can get quite specific results. So, of course, you could type grey-blue shoes and you'd get a whole bunch of grey-blue shoes, but you could do grey-blue wedding themes and you'll get information on decorations, tables, dresses, venues. It'll bring everything up. So the trick is using quite specific search terms. Really hone it down and then you'll get some really interesting results. As I said, 
you don't have to use the word wedding because inspiration doesn't necessarily have to come from other people's weddings. You don't have to copy exactly what someone else is doing. Inspiration can come from a, a painting or a photograph or a different dress. I think some of the best weddings that I've seen on Pinterest are clearly weddings that have taken their own path. The weddings that have said, no, bugger it, I don't want to do exactly what everyone else has done. But ironically now, having pinned them on Pinterest, they are being replicated by other people. So, I mean, that's meta. What I've just said there, I've just probably broken the internet with what I've just said. And I can't even repeat it because it was too heavy. It was too deep. Perhaps you're looking for a happy drink recipe. What I like to call happy drinks cocktails. Maybe you're some sort of merchant of torture and you'd like your bridesmaids to wear elaborate feathered headpieces. You'd probably be able to find them on Pinterest. Look, now I'm just listing things you can find on Pinterest. That wasn't my intention. But my point is, if you've got a specific need, I know that Pinterest can fill it. The DIY community on Pinterest is super strong and they are super involved in posting their wonderful projects. If you haven't seen Pinterest Fails, I will put a link to some of them in the show notes this week. They're pretty hilarious. I mean, people just having a crack at DIY Pinterest, these amazing pages that make everything look really easy. And most of the stuff that people try just look like three-year-olds have done it. And that's fine because we're not all natural-born crafters. We don't have the time on our hands to do all this stuff. There is a show coming up. I will be doing a podcast on DIYing and the balance, the careful balance that you need to pick your battles when it comes to DIY because it can be really tricky and time-consuming and you can often overcompensate or undercompensate in time and overcompensate in your skills and go, yeah, I'll DIY my whole wedding, when really it's just much easier to buy the stuff off Etsy. Support a local artist. Make it, just pretend it's yours. That's my big, big. I've got no moral problem with saying, yeah, I did do all this myself, and you just pay someone 50 bucks online. They've paid their rent, and you've saved time. Unintentional rhyming there. Alicia's from Australia, the land down under with kangaroos, koalas, and weird phrases that no one else understands. Sometimes I just nod along to make her feel better. So each week, we thought we'd take a moment to translate some Australianisms. Today's phrase is sticky beak. I'm pretty sure we all know a sticky beak, whether you call them a sticky beak or not. A sticky beak the more I say sticky beak, the more it sounds really peculiar. But sticky beak is someone who is, you know, poking their nose into someone else's business, which I thought was very appropriate for a wedding planning podcast, because I'm pretty sure that there's a few people in your lives, if you're planning a wedding right now, that are being massive sticky beaks, that want to know every detail, that want to know all the ins and outs, all the particulars, and you got to go, look, back off sticky beaks. Let us decide. Mind your beeswax is another one my grandmother used to say. Mind your beeswax, you sticky beak. Back off. So there it is. Tick another Australianism off the list. You're learning every week. Final thoughts on Pinterest. Make sure you edit your boards. Start deleting pins. Don't have a board with 500 pictures on it. You're never going to use it. It's a waste of time. You might as well just delete your account and go and sit in the corner and have a good think about it. Edit the boards, take control and take control of your time. Also, if you, if you're a person like me where time, internet can just suck up your time. If you've got an iPhone, an egg timer, a stopwatch from a sporting event, or even a partner who can keep time for you, 
say to them, I'm only going to be doing this for 30 minutes. I won't be sitting all night endlessly pinning pins of stuff that you're never going to look at again. Do that. Do that for me. And maybe go and have a conversation with your partner. Because, you know, you're planning a wedding, which is really just celebrating spending the rest of your life together. It's a pretty big deal. Celebrate who you both truly are and not just recreate someone else's idea of what a great wedding is. And especially if that someone else's idea is just a magazine trying to sell you stuff. Before you pin anything, perhaps it's a good idea to sit down and say exactly what you guys want from the wedding without being hindered by other people's idea. Copycatting is B-O-R-I-N-G boring. It really is. Hey, did you know if you subscribe to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast newsletter by visiting savethedatepodcast.com that you will get an exclusive free excerpt of my book, Smart Wedding, which contains hundreds of money-saving tips to plan your wedding. Absolutely free. All you've got to do is subscribe and then I send it straight to you. I mean, it could not be easier. It just couldn't be easier. As a subscriber, you'll also get the show notes sent directly to your mailbox every week. So you haven't got to download it. You haven't got to go anywhere. You haven't got to do anything. And because I like to look after my friends, there are also exclusive offers and uh, lots of secrets that I don't tell you on the podcast. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? Well, you'll have to just wait and see what they are. So subscribe, get your free books and all my deep, dark secrets. As well as newsletters, if you enjoyed today's show, remember you can subscribe through iTunes and Stitcher. So it just drops in your box every time. I think you're fabulous and I know your wedding will be fabulous and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Take care and may the pins be with you.